0: Well, the week of Alabama-Tennessee is pretty intense. Starts off kind of slow, but it slopes up, and it's uh, it can it can get very, very, very busy, and it's on both parties too. You get orange and you get crimson that come in, and it's it's pretty intense. The sales probably jump up, probably around about thirty to forty percent, if not a little higher. Now, when I got into the cigar industry um, a while back. Uh, when I got into that, it was uh, then I knew how intense it was. A cigar is not necessarily a; it's not made to be habitual. It's made to signify something. It's made to signify an accomplishment. It's also made to signify success of something. I mean, these guys are wanting to celebrate every time, and uh, and that's that's fantastic. And of course, the way Alabama's going. It's almost every weekend, right? What's better than smoking a Corona in the middle of the Oregon woods while doing tree docks, hunting for Bigfoot, smoking underground, episode Alabama vs. Tennessee Cigar
1: Tradition got a light
2: ah hello and welcome you got a double dose of the absolutely rugged voice of gary in uh, his clip he did for uh, al it was pretty cool about six years ago and then you got his beautiful intro welcome everybody to smoking
1: underground i am joined today you better say thank you to AL.com for that. That's right.
2: Thank you, and welcome, John and Gary. Hola.
1: Well, thank you, Devin, for having me on the show this You're
2: evening. You're very welcome. It's my <laughs> pleasure. I got with my fantastic producer, Mr. Uh, Viviani, and uh, had him book you on yes, because I know how much you adore my baby face, and you wanted to see it on
0: a regular. He mentioned to me he wanted to paint your cheeks there for I a while. Know, it's getting,
2: uh, this is getting nice and weird. Yeah, this isn't even that right, the podcast for that. We got a different one for that. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of being weird and oddly shaped, not really oddly shaped, but weird, tonight we are smoking something pretty fantastical. The name itself will tell you everything you need to know. It is the Esteban Carrera Chupacabra 10-Year Toro. It's a marvelous stick that Mr. Gary is going to tell us all about.
0: Yeah, the Chupacabra, uh, Chupacabra. I I thoroughly enjoyed the Esteban Carrera line. Chupacabra is one of the more more prevalent uh, of the line. It's it's been a, been around for a while. This is the tenth anniversary, so it gives you a little idea about how long. San Andreas uh, on the outside, of Nicaraguan binder and filler. Excuse me, and uh, and of course origin uh, of uh, Nicaragua as well. This is made in the Esteban Carrera factory. They have their own factory now. What we're looking at very good looking, uh, Colorado type wrapper, in other words, sort of a dark, deep brown, almost a reddish type wrapper. Very toothy, it's got a little bumpiness to it. I will say that the roller that rolled this one right here, he was probably having a bad day. Uh, <laughs> it's got, <laughs> got a few lumps in there, but nevertheless, it's a good looking toothy, it's toothy stick, if you will. And if I may, Mr. Devin, yeah. What do you think of the band, sir?
2: Well, I've got two comments on the whole cigar and on the band. Interestingly enough, the the comments kind of go together. Is it just me? Does this band make you think it's a flavored cigar? No. Because really? that's that's what I get from it. Yeah. It gets got that like java look to it. Like there's something about the band that makes me think okay. it's a flavored stick as soon as you look at it.
0: Very interesting. Huh. Now,
2: I I don't want to I don't want to downplay flavored sticks or anything like that, but I would say that the Chupacabra band on this thing, it's very nice, very well done, subtle tones, nothing glossy, nothing popping out, it's got the lion on it, it's got the flat gold, it's got the word Chupacabra written on another band underneath the main band, but you can barely read it because the gold's faded out. It's probably one of the only times in the few select times that I would say, Gary, I really think they need to redesign their band. Wow. Really? It looks too simple because it doesn't look elegant enough, in my opinion. I like it. Don't get me wrong. I like the idea behind it. I like what they're trying to do because this isn't a flavored stick at all. Band made me originally think flavored. And I only say that because I remember the first time I smoked one of these and I literally did not pick it up the very first time. Because I thought it was flavored, and Marvin had to correct me and goes, "Hey, that's not a flavored stick." I'm like,
1: "Really? Okay." Dang! But
2: don't let the band distract you. This is a good stick,
1: and don't let Devin's comments distract you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was wondering, would John go drop a napalm on you there, Dev? I wasn't sure.
1: All right. See, every everything Devin dislikes about the appearance of the cigar and the band, no, just the band is exactly is exactly well. Gary doesn't like his lovely lady lumps on his cigar, and Devin doesn't like his faded gold print on his band. And those are the qualities I like in the Esteban Herrera cigars, them and uh, Uh, Kristoff. They're, to me, a raw cigar. The Estebans are so bad and oily, that's why the band's faded on Devin's. Okay our barcodes don't even stick to them after a period of time because of the oils and how they Um, it saturates through the bands i love the band being as simple as it is it's got a little bit of gloss it's not like a the paper band of the leaf by oscar which i think is a little subpar to use you know a grocery bag to make your bands with yours looks like
2: this right john
1: (laughs) But
2: yes, because okay. I, I actually like the the smaller one. It's the it's the decorative one on top that just looks like I don't know. There's something about it that just it's not finished. Like it this is the first draft of it.
1: Nope. Their bands to me are, are great. They, they do have another one of their cigars. Doug come, does come with a white band and gold print. And Uh, the one that came out, the the limited edition, the Devil's Hand that came out this year is a Uh, little bit longer band, a little bit more red in it. But still, I think they're all very simple cigars. They don't use the cellophane. It's to me, again, I have this romanticism when it comes to cigars and the Esteban fits it. Unfortunately, when you go into any of the shops and you're looking for it, it's just below your ankles yeah, somewhere in the humidor
2: (laughs) now we'll say the color of the actual stick the tobacco looks really nice it's it's a very good shade uh, colorado a nice brown very dark it is and when you when you said the red part i'm like yeah i can see that it's a it's a really nice shade yeah
0: now one of my favorite things about this stick here you guys know me and uh and i think uh we've collaborated and where you guys probably don't know. Uh, actually, I'm not going to go into that, but I am a dark helicopter guy, okay? I like... Uh, I'm, I'm very out there when it comes to paranormal, when it comes to, uh, you know, Bigfoot, all of that stuff right there, uh, the, the trilateral government cover-ups, right. all of that stuff. I'm all about that. So this... Is right down my alley because the name of this
2: uh, dark alley
0: uh, with that too. Yeah. With the, with the trench coat. So this right here is the Chupacabra named after the mythical creature um, down in the Midwest. That is supposedly one of the meanest canines uh, around that is proprietary in its own way. Large teeth sort of built like a hyena but hairless fairly large type body to it but yet
2: you told us about a girl you used to date like that didn't
0: you well yeah that too and uh, of (laughs) course that's the reason why i married the one i got that's what this is named after is the chupacabra and that's what it's uh it seems like uh craig cunningham was sort of that particular type guy as well thoroughly enjoyed that. that right there is Right down my alley. So yeah. when this, when I heard it, I said, "Hey, I got to try it."
2: It's a good anyway. stick. I got to say, it's it's nice. It's not dark, but it is dark. It's mm-hmm. it's it's that perfect yeah. balance. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't picked any notes out of it yet, but I've been mm-hmm. enjoying my libational. And what is your libation for today, sir? Today's libation, brought to you by Whiskey Tobacco Fellowship, is a bottle that you can only get in Kentucky. What? Are you ready?
0: What? Oh, come on. Maker's Mark. Oh, look at you.
2: Evan Williams, Williams Master Williams. Blend. They were bringing them out when we were at the Evan Williams store in Kentucky, and people were just boom, 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 just grabbing them right off the shelf. My buddy Josh goes, buy one. I don't ask. I know if you don't have the money, just buy it anyway. Okay.
0: Just buy it anyway. Get it on, get
2: it on your looks and go. That's the way I said it. It had a wax seal on it that ripped right off. It was beautiful. So, how's it taste? It's very right. light and earthy. It goes really well with this chupa like really well. Does um, it's yeah. a lot lighter than some of my other ones. I've been drinking a lot of rye lately, and this is definitely not a rye. It's 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 earthy. It's got a, a very sweet light note to it, and then it bites you on the side end as you swallow it. But there's no burn down your throat. Oh. Mm.
0: Really. No burn? You mean tell me it's that smooth? It is that smooth.
2: Yep. The only burn oh, you get dude. is around the uh, the sides and edge of your mouth.
0: Well, that sounds good. How's it? How's it going with the stick? How's it going with the cigar?
2: It's like yin and yang. It's like a nice earthiness of. I know I use that term multiple times, but it's like a, the dark mahogany that is chupacabra mixed with a light flavorful bourbon. Basically, is how you're Yo. looking at it.
0: Yo. That's sight. nice, very nice. And
2: you guys can't see this. I'm nice. about To do something for Gary,
0: all right? Oh, he smoked it. He smoked the glass. I hear you, man. Oh, look at you. Oh, let it go, baby. Let it
2: go. Let it go. It's a beautiful thing. I'm using a Glen Carrying yeah, glass. It's a on good this
0: looking one. glass. Dude. It is it really is.
2: So today's that's topic nice. is, as you heard from the uh, the intro, there we're talking to the Alabama-Tennessee game and the fact that they smoke cigars and. In- there was a controversy about it. I believe it was last year, wasn't it, John?
1: Yeah, but it wasn't a controversy.
2: So it was a it was a, a, a journalist who I don't know. I guess they just made up stats or something. I'm not sure. I don't remember exactly. What it was. explain
1: it to me one more time? Well, I will sum it up. Since over the last week you didn't reread the article, don't be passive aggressive. <laughs> I just That's all I know how that. to be.
2: You need to overcome some of that. <laughs> oh <my God.
1: laughs> Well, me and my therapists work on other things. Ben Flanagan, a year ago, seven days shy of a year ago, had an article in our well on al.com. I really can't say the Birmingham News or whatever because, you know, papers don't exist anymore.
0: Sure, right.
1: And he entitled it Alabama fans smoking too many cigars. Doctor explains the risk of one a year for 15 straight years. And basically, the article went on. Go against everything the FDA has proven and has been reinforced with their most recent release. Now, of course, you won't hear about this stuff on the late night news because it's not what the FDA wants out there. But the doctor in this basically said by smoking one cigar a year, you're going to die.
0: And I'd be dead already. Whatever. Uh, Oh, please.
1: Yeah, I I might embellish there and say you're going to die. But that's kind of what the news does. Oh, you need to listen oh, another ten minutes to find out why you're oh, God. not going to die.
2: Oh, I smoke God. at least one a day, so you ain't going to die from it.
1: You know, the, the, the article goes on to say that you're going to be even smoking one cigar. You run the risk of becoming addicted to smoking cigars. Not even possible. Yeah, well, there is no cigar smoking addiction. There is no one on the planet is addicted to smoking cigars they may be addicted to putting something in their mouth but they're not addicted to smoking cigars
0: before you get to that right there let's just let's ease into th- why this is what it is right. and of course this is something in particular here that goes into a tradition of alabama that come from tennessee and basically it was a is a it's it's one of Tennessee's former trainers that become Alabama's trainers, named guy by the name of Jim Goosetree And Jim uh actually went to Alabama and when Alabama beat Tennessee, he said, Hey, we gotta light one up. And that was back in nineteen sixty one and really just pretty much put a thumping on Tennessee and said, Oh, we gotta light up. And that right there just kicked it all off right there. And everybody from now on So in the stadium, now you got everybody breaking Alabama, uh, local rules, local policies, as well as NCAA rules of lighting up and even saving his hands off to say, okay, if you want to light up, you can, that's up to you. And everybody does, you know, so you'll have everybody in the stadium basically just smoking a cigar. And the bad thing about it, uh, but yet slash good thing is, is that the Tennessee side does the exact same thing. So I mean everybody whoever wins man they light it up and it's it's a boastful thing it's a it's a bragging type thing there and I just wish we could do it with more teams Right. that would be nice um but yet anyway that's basically it right there and and as you heard on the uh com, they come to me and of course they that was done in 2016 they come to me and got an interview out of me and of course I went ahead and was obliged to do it but, yeah, uh, that's, that's the way it is. It goes across the board as far as sales go. It's, it's intense, and it's, it sells a lot. So, yeah, that's a, that, that's something that we look forward to as far as cigar smokers. That particular weekend coming up, this particular time, this is going to be the 21st, uh, which is a weekend after next, and it's going to be a pretty doggone good time, yeah. and hopefully we'll end up smoking ours ourselves. Yeah,
2: smoke it whether you win or lose.
0: That's, oh, I will. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, sir. It's to drown your blues or, you know, celebrate your that's win. Right. One of the two. But, yeah. So, in saying that right there, that's the way, That's the tradition of it. That's how it started. Everything's, you know, and that's that's how it goes. So, I'll leave it over to John now. To, well, I got yeah, a question. We'll go to the
2: health side of it. It's just, yeah. So, do you have a – Um. you guys have paid attention to that much more than me. I'm not much of a football guy in any capacity, Uh, I've really started getting into it when I moved here and I still don't have a team or anything like that. But in your cigar experience, have you noticed a particular brand of cigar or anything of that nature, or even is it more Connecticut's? Is it, is there anything in particular that's almost similar every year about the cigar people purchase for that event? Uh, On my behalf?
0: No. Uh, A lot of the times you got, Guys had never smoked cigars before, and that would be a perfect opportunity to carry them in there and say, hey, if you want something good, there you go. Uh, but, uh, it, you know, the majority of it's people that come in and say, hey, I just want a cigar, give me something. And then they, they, they you know, get, get an insidious or maybe a hypnotic or maybe a baccarat, and then they, you know, they move on about their business. Uh, they, they really don't want to spend a whole lot on it because this is only when they do it, and this is the reason why. So that's, you know, it goes across the board. Um, but then again, I've had guys come in. Um, uh, one of the guys that uh, was one of my steady customers, He's, his son played down there. And uh, he'd come in one day, and he wanted, he wanted Opus X. Wow. He said, I want some good Opus. And he says, uh, yeah, he said, that he, Mike's going to be smoking one uh, in the locker room. And he said, "I want one with a nice aroma to it." And I said, "Well, you got it." So that's what happens. He he went ahead and and got those. And uh, and God bless him, he sent me a picture signed by the fullback down there. And it was good to see that. It was really good to see it. It's up in my man cave now. So it's uh yeah, it was cool. But yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of your your guys come in who are hardcore, you know, connoisseurs or. Just regular smokers, they want something good for that weekend. Right. They want something really nice, and that's cool. I don't mind that at all. But your beginners up, you know, you got a mixture of it.
2: Now, uh, that's, that's the way I look. That. Gary and John, do you have a particular stick that you purchase for this? That it's like your tradition? No, I don't. I don't know about John, but I don't. Mm-mm. Um,
1: if it wasn't for people around me and people coming in and buying cigars. I wouldn't even know this happens. <laughs> uh, Same. Same. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah. smoking cigars with the game. I'm just saying football. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think John's more in the boat than you are, uh, Deb. Oh, wow. I, I don't okay. think he's, yeah. I think I'm the only one who's hung out here on the football aspect of it. And I'm I'm not hardcore, but I do keep up with it. And it's and Alabama's my team, so
1: I pay a little bit of attention so that I can have a reasonable conversation usually on Sundays when people come in and say War Eagle or Roll Tight.
0: Yeah. Yeah, puke Eagle or Rose Eye. Yeah, that's all right. That's the that's the whole tradition of it. I think it's great. I think it's great that we built on that right there. And man, I'm telling you, everybody who was anybody takes a cigar and smokes it. Man. Oh, it's so cool, too, man, because the whole stand, if if you can ever watch the game, there's this haze yeah. about the mid of the fourth quarter. And there's this haze that goes up, man, and it just sort of hovers over the student section. Wow. It's really, really cool. It's neat. You
2: think the stadium's yeah. ever going to try to
0: ban it? The, they tried. They've tried. And, and and you're not allowed to smoke in there. You're not. But that's the only one day a year that you that they just sort of throw their hands up and go okay whatever yeah
2: because so many people are doing it I'm guessing how are you gonna stop all of them
0: yeah you can't you know it's a tradition and and everybody's gonna you know everybody's gonna it, it, and to be honest with you something's gonna have to burn down to be frank with you you know in order for them just to pull a plug right. on so no absolutely not you the do it outside of state but not yet. but nevertheless it's not going to happen not unless some jerk from Tennessee decides well you do something like, you know then but I think that's far-fetched too many people have a great time doing it and I and I really think that that's that's the idea but yeah well, I
2: think its Gary, I know. you know the great thing about this uh this this smoking thing with uh, Alabama and Tennessee
0: Oh what is it is
2: that you can buy your cigars from Vitola fine cigars in all five locations, including Tuscaloosa.
0: indeed so, sir. We have a Tuscaloosa location, raring to go with a big old fat humidor and a bar
2: to go with. It. I was talking to a guy the other night about the Tuscaloosa store, and I was telling him about it being one of the only ones on the strip with a, an actual patio to smoke on. And he's like, man, I got to go check that out. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: And remember, if you're if you're a little bit of a distance from there, com $75 or more, we'll ship it to you for free. Heck yeah.
0: Sure will. We'll give you say as many chupacabras as you can smoke, brother.
1: Yeah, you were talking about banning it in the stadium, right? And that's another thing that goes on in that new uh, that article is you got to worry about secondhand smoke in that. Oh, that's crap. Yeah, and, and well, that's exactly hard. where I'm going. Is the Nason report that just came out actually? according to the FDA states that secondhand cigar smoke is not harmful to others. What? It will affect somebody that has asthma and it might make it harder for them to breathe. But no, nobody, everybody thinks the secondhand smoke is going to form cancer and kill you right then and there. It's not going to have long-term health effects on you. Yes. It might make it uncomfortable, and I've had asthma, just was much more severe in the past, and my partner has asthma, and I actually come home now and shower and everything from the cigar shop, because the, sometimes the smell is a little too intense for her. So you do show some respect for those around you, but if somebody says, you're killing me, no, you're Calm not. Calm down.
0: <laughs> Hello. That makes me yeah. think. Like, if you respect. want me to
1: kill you, I have other methods that I would do That's it Right.
0: By. And somebody will make it visually and and audibly loud to say, hey, I got asthma. Can you do that over there? Whatever it may be. Then, of course, you know, I understand it. Respect that. But, I mean, other than that, yeah, it's yeah, I'm I'm like this mother.
1: I do have one or two little statistics, and then we can start talking about celebrations. Okay. Do it. Let's hear it. Because I'm a a statistics man. I like my numbers.
2: I like that you have that much passion over it and research it like you do.
1: There are roughly 8.7 million cigar smokers in the United States. Yeah. Of those 8.7 million cigar smokers, the age ranges from about 21 to 100 and something. Of those 8.7 million cigar smokers, depending on the reports you read, roughly one to one and a half percent, possibly up to two percent will pass away due to some cancer that is directly attributable to the cigar smoking. Or not, I guess, directly attributable is not correct. So it's a, it's a negligible number. I just want to throw out, because we seem to have this conversation going on on around football. And I, the numbers I find published, I don't believe. I believe that believe. <laughs> this is odd. And... Of Americans from age six years old to approximately 40, roughly 5.1 million of those people have played football, attack played tackle football in the last 12 months. <laughs> okay. And out of those, roughly 0.1 to 0.2% will die of an injury directly related to football. Yeah, the numbers are different. You know, we're talking a 1.8% spread and we're talking, we'll say, almost double the number of cigar smokers. Right. However, you have to be 21. You have to be educated to smoke cigars. The NASEM report proved that very few people under 21 are sneaking in to smoke cigars. I might have actually thrown five or six people out of the cigar shop in my career yeah. for being underage. Gary's thrown a few out too. I mean, we all have.
2: <laughs> I had one guy, he got really upset. He's like, really, really? Oh, and then he just put them on the table and ran out.
1: I've thrown them out because everybody in the party's 21, except one person. And I've refused to sale where I'm going with that. Mm. Of those 5.1 million people that have played tackle football, one and a half million roughly are high school age and below. So they are not of an age that they should be able to make this decision whether or not they're going to die playing this sport. I think if we're going to ban cigars from the stadium and football games, we probably should ban football from the football games. That's right. Careful what you wish for because you might get it, but you never know who's going to come back. That's right. There you go. Of course, that's, that's never cool. going to happen because the NFL is the most profitable industry in the United States.
0: I have a small story about kicking one out. Can, can, may I? It's not long. Yes. So a guy comes in, right? I knew he was underage and I was going to pop him when he gets the register, but I was busy checking some folks out when he came in, right? So he goes in the inventory, comes back out, right? Comes back out, puts a uh, puts cigar on the counter and uh, I said, see your ID. Pulls out a fake ID. I'm looking at it. And I said, what, uh, so you're from Texas, huh? And I said, what are you doing here in uh, Birmingham? And I threw it back on the counter. And, uh, he says, yeah, I'm here for architect, arch- <clears throat> school of architect, UAB. I said, school of architect. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I was a bit of an architect, uh, slash electronic major myself. And I said, okay. Um, so I said, uh, I tell you what, I'll sell you this cigar. If you can tell me one thing and he looks and you could tell the look on his face. And I said, uh, what is pie? That's all I want to know. And he says, you got a calculator. And I said, <laughs> I pulled the cigar away. I said, get out, go, <laughs> go away. <laughs> get out of here, man. I, thought, <laughs> I shoved his license towards him right there. And I went out. Nice. Uh, so anyway, yeah, he says, uh, <laughs> when he asked for a calculator, I said, oh no, come on, man. You don't know pi is 3.14, and and that's that's all I wanted to know. That's it. That's all. And he could not. Being an architect major, you've got to know what pi is, dude. You've got to know that because you're dealing with radiuses and circumference. But anyway, yeah, that was my story. That was all. Yeah, that's all. That's it. I don't know. You're mean, Gary. Yeah, Gary. I know it's awful. I don't know. I don't know. Yes, I should turn liberal, but I'm not. Womp womp. I don't know, man. I think you got a great point. You know, as far as that goes, you know, the football being dangerous within itself, it's actually a hideous sport. It's very inhumane. It's very uh, barbaric uh, in its own way. Um, I I think it's an entertainment sport that should be banned forever. Not. Uh, I think it's a I think it brings everybody together. I think it I think it has a coalition of friends that if you don't even see eye-to-eye politically, uh, religiously, uh, or anything else, if you like football and if you like cigars, you're going to be buddies. I'm sure I'm and if you like me. Taylor Swift. Yeah, well, okay. Well, there's a line there. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, to say that cigars are dangerous, I if you look at the belly on me, cigars is not going to kill me. You will see what will take me down. And I love food. So nevertheless, when it comes to cigars, I, I just I just can't. Man, they just will not stop. They just keep on coming.
1: You know, I watched a movie a couple of weeks ago. I heard about it on Mike Rose podcast called Fat. And then there's also Fat 2. I heard about that.
0: Yeah. Isn't that what Isn't that the one about McDonald's?
1: No, that's um Super Size Me. Super Size, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Fat is by a guy named Vincent something something and he kind of goes in and tries to disprove it's it's a documentary and that a high low carb high protein high fat diet is what you need to eat to be to lose weight and stay healthy blah blah blah. Now unfortunately both movies he never really tells you what kind of diet you really should be eating other than no carbs high fat high protein there are some cookbooks that are mentioned and he has a podcast so you can learn more but i have kind of half been half assing this diet for about six to seven weeks yeah. and i was 194 i'm consen- consistently weighing in around 182 182.2 lately And I've been down to 179, so I'm thinking I'm going to get down to 179. I do have a goal to get down to about 168, 167. Um, I have more energy. I'm more alert. I'm more awake. I feel good. I'm not nearly as hungry. So it's kind of a keto diet, but it's not a keto diet in the way you think the keto diet. And he explains the differences in keto diet from the deadly keto keto diet. Good. Good. I just say, and that might be a, an interesting uh, flick to watch for you. Right. Super Size Me, Man, that's just, yeah. you just watch a guy get fat. I but I do. just want to touch, try to end this show on a happy note, because I bitched in the very beginning. We had Gary with his <laughs> cheerful, this is why you need to swing by and p- pick up a cigar. <laughs> uh, the game's going to be roughly a week from this podcast li- release. So swing by, get your cigar what things i mean this is done as a celebration tennessee guys smoke them whatever they are the tennessee Vols or tennessee volunteers yeah whatever. yeah whatever they smoke their cigars if they win alabama smokes their cigars if they win uh-huh. Uh-huh. what other big things can you think of each of us should name one and i don't have one on the top of my head right now uh-huh. that you think is a Event worthy of a cigar celebration. Oh, I got one. Regardless of whoever's around you.
2: Devin, you got one. I've got a a humble one for you. Oh, really? A very oh, humble really? one because it's, and that's not to downgrade anything y'all are about to say because they're all valid, but my humble one is you had a really hard day and you managed to get through it without exploding on somebody. And you get home you close. You 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 get out of the truck and you just sit back and you're like, I didn't. I kill anybody. I didn't today. kill anybody. Yeah. I I performed better than I thought I was going to, despite these people irritating me. It's small celebrations, small victories. It's worth a cigar. I think. I like that. I like that a whole lot. I guess man. I That'd can't
1: be be have good. a cigar today.
0: <laughs> 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 this is going to be under the under the radar here. You know, but uh, if you uh, if you if you win a big bet, then that's that's when uh, that's when you that's when you light one up. Yeah. That's when you celebrate, you know, and uh, and that also bunches right in there. I'm going to funnel that right in there, if you will, to if you want to another sport that actually celebrates with a cigar too. I say sport is not more of an activity right. than it is a sport. Uh, and I know you're thinking gymnastics, Ben. That is not right. Cheerleading—that's not one thing. That's what I do. Yeah, cheer- that, see,
1: nothing's yeah. better than one of those Olympic gymnasts is smoking a cigar right on the side of the mat before she goes out and does her t- tumbles.
0: Would rule. Oh my God, I'll, I'll I'll pull back off of that right there.
1: <laughs> see, little Mary Lou Retton out there with her seven seventy.
0: Thank hey, God, somebody. That was, man, you talking about a seller, buddy, that right there would, uh, Tom Lazuka would just, he would have, to, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have enough to make. It, it would <laughs> he couldn't keep up with it. But horse racing, horse racing is, uh, is, is, uh, another, uh, activity, if you will, that, uh, is a big cigar type activity.
2: We smoke at golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I literally, there's about five of us at, at work that, uh, smoke cigars and I'm telling you. I'm not that good at golf, so it's pretty much just drinking, smoking and trying to hit the ball better for me.
1: It really stinks you can't have a cigar at top golf.
2: Right?
0: It really is. Oh man, is
2: that
1: gr- wouldn't that be great? That would be That great. would save Dang. all that walking and needless ball hunting. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I, I-, I unfortunately golf. can't golf anymore because of a shoulder injury from about ten oh, years ago. Jeez, man.
2: I got a story about golf and a cigar, or a small one. Okay, My buddy Josh, uh, he and I are the big cigar smoker. He's been on the show. He's hosted the show. We went and do golf for the company every, you know, probably twice a year, big events. And he and I always know to bring decoy cigars, you know, just mid-tier, low-tier people who don't really smoke cigars. Like, hey, man, you got a cigar? Yes, here's a cigar for you. Um, You know, Perdomo uh, Fresco's, lower-end CLEs, things like that. You know, not terrible, but, uh, you know, not not top dollar either, like what we're smoking. And he cut a uh, a cigar for our buddy, Brian. And he's like, yeah, right when we were starting out, you know, everybody sneaking in the beers, putting it in the, the cooler in the back of the, the cart. And, uh, yeah, man, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. And then, then, then Brian went off in his way. And we got through about three holes. And Brian was ahead of us. We get to the green of hole three. And lo and behold, what is sitting there on the grass, still burning, was the cigar he lit for him. And Josh had already finished his stick. So he looked at it and goes, Yeah, okay. Picks it up and smokes the rest of it. Was like, Well, that's uh that's a win-win right there. <laughs> you got the credit for giving out a cigar
1: and you it didn't go to waste. Yeah, it was it no, was pretty funny. We, we weren't never
0: a, let a cigar go to waste. That's
1: right.
2: Yeah. That's right.
1: I could take a cheat out here with uh reason to celebrate and have a cigar. But I always, number one, I love closing the deals. But anytime I close some sort of business deal, whether I'm signing a new client, whether I'm getting a new job, anything like that, that's always just a Uh,
2: fan on your uh, OnlyFans page. Yeah.
1: Every every time my (laughs) subscriber number goes up one, that's a reason to have a, you know, (laughs) it was really exciting. I smoked an Alfonso when my subscribers went from seven to eight. Yeah.
0: Nice, nice. No, Wait a go. No,
1: just I. I like the idea of sitting down, maybe not in the cigar shop lounge, yeah. but being able to go somewhere and have a drink and sit out on the patio and have a cigar and consummate a deal. You know, close a client, anything like that. Uh,
2: nice choice of words. It's there, just huh? nice choice of words on that one. I just
1: like to see if you guys are paying,
2: John. Viviani Uh, after hours, hours, right on.
1: (laughs) Well, we were talking my OnlyFans page.
2: So there we go. John, have you had a chance to try the Chupacabra? You you got any notes on it yourself? Yeah, John.
1: I see here. I probably have had 30 or 40 at least in my life. And I have a box in my humidor, not a full box. But yeah, I've had a lot of I'm said, I'm a big Esteban fan when i want something heavy they hit and when you want something light their white label works also ooh it showed sure up and Harris used to do a really good job of keeping coronas in stock with those so i smoked a lot of those but yeah it's uh no it, it's it's it would rank up in probably my top 10 cigars if i really had to sit down and had time to put a list together
2: i'm really enjoying gotcha. it it's like i said it's dark like you mentioned but it's not like Deep, deep, dark Padron Maduro, Uh kick you on your ass, make you dizzy kind of Maduro. It's just got a nice, deep flavor to it. And I'm I'm thoroughly impressed with it so far. I'm going to have to smoke some more of these because I'm just not pulling as many flavor notes in there. I got a few in the middle of it, but I'm I'm, I'm struggling to identify it because I think I'm just enjoying just the aura of it so far.
1: You also seem to be going fairly slow on that cigar because we're 45 minutes into the show. You lit pretty early, and you've got two-thirds of cigar left, the half of cigar. Which is
2: amazing for me. I have been uh, slightly burning my tongue in the past, and I've learned you got to slow down so you can really not burn your tongue and uh, enjoy it a little more so.
1: Yeah, we had this song we used to sing in like third grade that kind of went slow down, you move too fast, you gotta make the moment last.
2: It's it's apt. That that works. Mm, interesting.
0: Third grade. Awesome. Yeah. You start smoking cigars in the fourth grade, John. Is that what you did?
1: <laughs> no, but nah, I better not use that joke. <laughs> I still in trouble for the joke I used last week. <laughs> that I had to edit out.
0: <laughs> oh, heavens. Terrible. Let's go, consum- let's go consummate some alphabets.
2: Well, uh, for those of you listening, if you've got any uh, particular celebration times where you like to use your cigar or light up a cigar, feel free. Send us an email on it. You can go to smokingunderground.com. We'd also like to know uh, I'd love to see the stats, eh, some kind of stats, I guess. But, like, do you have a particular stick that you choose for the Alabama Tennessee game? Like, because I know. Football traditions are a thing. I got a friend who's like, "I only wear these pair of socks every game." Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Do you yeah. have a cigar? Oh, yeah. Do you have a lighter? Do you have a Do you have a tradition besides just smoking a cigar? Maybe smoking a, I don't know, Padrone 50th or, you know, whatever. Any tradition you have around the Tennessee Alabama game that you'd like to share with us? Please go to smokingunderground.com.
1: Just one more thing. Gary, do you remember a few years ago when uh, Harris did the specially wrapped um, Alabama, Tennessee uh, cigars. I think they were Fuentes.
0: Those might have been, were they uh, Were they Fuentes or were they Perdomos?
1: I think they were Fuentes. I still have two. I don't know where they are. I don't know if they're in my, my office or in my uh, storage humidors, but I'll be going through those in the next week or two.
0: Yeah. if you have if you if you, if you want to get rid of one of them i'm here if you want i mean I'm i don't
1: sure. know if i'll do it before the game but no i've gotta i've gotta redo my cigar inventory and you know do a do a lot of cigar maintenance <laughs> i know which that, will be an I, upcoming topic here soon i
0: know uh Nick perdomo did did one uh and it was a it it was you couldn't put an a on it you couldn't put uh, anything about the, the tradition or anything else like that. So what he did is he made the band look like a crimson and white football field without it labeled a football field.
2: Oh, nice.
0: And that was, yeah. And that was on the cigar band itself. And he did that. His son used to go down there, uh, and his daughter graduated from there, Nick Perdomo. And, uh, uh, and his son transferred from there and met him a I think a, a girl and transferred to Miami and of course graduated from down there. Uh, but yeah, he did that in essence for the university and sold a load of them around the area, uh, and that's that's what he did there. And, and basically, they, I wanna that I want to say they were a I want to say there were a fresco with a different band, but I mean I may be wrong. I wasn't I wasn't you know, over over the top of them, you know, and they were relatively inexpensive too. So,
1: but no, yeah, he was he designing them you know, for a particular that. client.
0: Okay. Yeah, 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 that's it. So
2: I'm surprised we don't see uh football themed cigars being released around, uh, at least football season in general.
0: Yeah, I agree. Well, I think the trademarks are so hard right now. They, they, you have to, you, you literally got a man know your crap when it comes to that. Um, so if you try stepping out on that right there, you better have your cookies in order or else they will jack your pocket.
2: I can in see a, uh, I could see a stick, you know, the, uh, like the Superfly, you know how big the band is on that wraps almost all the way yeah. around the friggin' stick. I could yeah. see one that oh, yeah. would look like the leather of a, a football and then it fits together so you have the, uh, the stitching on the top, around right the top of
0: the cigar. I like that, Dave. That's nice. I think I that'd like be that cool. Idea. I know,
2: I know if cool. I saw something like that in a humidor, and I even mm-hmm. if I'm not a big football guy, I get invited to football parties. I, I, I'd buy some of those just to be like, hey, you guys want to smoke a cigar? Bam, football yeah. cigar. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Opus,
1: yeah. Opus did a cigar back in 13. It was two ounces that was wrapped to look like a football when you took the band off of it. It's the shape of a football and it's got the the stitches in that. That's cool. La Flor Dominicana had their football edition 2021 that had a football laser engraved in it. Jeez. Uh there was a FSU cigar where the FSU was like laser engraved in it. There is a La Flor Dominicana 2023 football edition. That's kind of the reverse of the 2021, where the 2021 was a dark wrapper with a light football. This is a light wrapper with a dark football in it. Oh,
0: That's okay. cool. Yeah,
1: that's pretty neat. Looks like a box of 10 were $180 at this store. Not, We never stocked it, but it's out of stock there, yeah. too. So so there are football-themed cigars. I knew there were baseball-themed cigars. Um, I'll throw it out there just to plug it. Even though it's not a cigars more offering or Vitola fine cigars, but a certain podcast that I listened to just had their major meet a week or so ago, and they had micro wrestling, which is the politically correct term. Um, and now they have a cigar that's released that is, I think it's three and three-quarters of an inch. It might be four, it's four and three quarters of an inch because to be a micro wrestler, you have to be shorter than five feet. And it comes ten to a box, and it looks the box looks like a uh, micro wrestling ring. Oh my god! I thought
2: you were making an allusion to like football, mm. and I went, "There's yeah. no way he's talking about what I think." Yeah, he is. Okay, he is. okay. yeah, is. <laughs> that's cool. yeah, that's kind of cool. I'd buy that. I'm sorry, I'd buy yeah. that.
1: <laughs> It's yeah. uh, ninety nine dollars a box. Sell
2: Send me a, a link, baby. I might get it.
1: <laughs> right after I send you a Dell link.
2: <laughs> oh, <I see. laughs> Damn passive-aggressive, John.
0: <laughs> He's got you, buddy. With that, well, I'll let
1: you wrap it up, dude. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, um,
2: Gary, what do you think of the stick so far? Tell me a little bit, real quick.
0: I like it a lot. I thoroughly enjoy it. I really do. I've forgotten. I'm like, John, I smoked I don't know how many of them. I was, uh, you know, uh, with the uh, particular rep that used to come in there mark uh that uh we were very very close and back when you could actually give samples out in free will or whatever else i used to press press them and uh and you know have a few on hand and uh and in this particular day and time you can't do that anymore but nevertheless uh yeah i would buy this yeah i'd buy this again at cost at retail, yeah, I would do it, yes, sir. It's, it's a good a, it's stick. Good.
2: I keep leaning towards the phrase "dark mahogany" for some reason. Mm. It keeps mm. it keeps hitting me that phrase "dark wow. mahogany" keeps hitting me. Um, it's probably just because the, the color of the pan right? or the the wrapper. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's got a nice earthy. But it's like a, I would say if you were to like compare dirt, it would be a dark, deep, like peated dirt. Really nice, kind of. Botanical is not the right word. I would say it would be like a a coffee botanical, but there's not that many coffee notes in it. If it's in there, it's going to be a deep black coffee. Very deep in there. It's enough that keeps you coming back, trying to find out what it is. And Mm. I think I agree with you and John both in that I'll be smoking some more of these in the future because I am. Oh, yeah. It's an exploration to say the least. Uh, and I'm, I'm really yeah. looking forward to uh, trying the white label you were talking about, too. That sounds amazing.
0: Well, the white label's good. You'll enjoy that. Yeah. But uh,
2: nice. other than that, thank you, Gary and John. I appreciate you yeah. guys uh, being here. Thank you, sir. And John, you're always invited. You're always invited on the show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I try yeah. to make it. And, uh, and remember, yeah. if you
2: like what you hear, uh, we do topics from a wide range of things all the time. You can check our backlog. If you like what I, you hear. Share it with somebody. That'd be the greatest thing. And if you don't like what you hear, share it with somebody you don't like. Hey.
0: Oh, yeah. Make their day.
2: Yeah, make their day. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, that uh, that ex-girlfriend that annoys you, just send her the podcast. Just send her the podcast. Heck yeah. Uh, and I'm remember done. to like, share, subscribe, all the buttons, all the things on there. You can find us at uh, smokingunderground.com. We are sponsored by Vitola Fine Cigars. And we look forward to having a nerd cigar discussion with great libations on the next exciting adventure of Smoking Underground.
0: Later.